From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. A 49-year-old Queens woman awoke from a nap to find a stranger standing over her bed who threw her against a wall and sexually abused her before running off. Uh, they think the same man is responsible for a robbery in the same precinct. Just 30 minutes later, man, guy cannot get enough. Uh, both incidents happened a week ago in the middle of the afternoon. In the first case, authorities say the woman was sleeping, but she was awoken by the stranger standing over her with her cell phone in his hand. Uh, the woman chased him out of her apartment, but he turned at the last moment and threw her towards the wall. Uh, the suspect penned the woman's hands so she couldn't move, sexually abused her, and then ran off. That means he probably grabbed her by the pussy. Uh, that happened in the area of 188th Street and 64th Avenue. In that area, at Fresh Meadows, you know it, the woman was treated for a knee injury at a hospital and released. Wow, a knee injury. Uh, joining me now, Ian Erickson from the Patriarchy Show. What's happening, Ian? What's going on, Pat? Thanks uh, for having uh, me. Yeah, it's, just a, it's a terrifying thing to wake up and somebody's standing over you. Yeah, yeah. It never yeah. happens to me. Has it ever happened to you? Like, no. You went I to wish, bed, many times I someone, wish it would. You turn I, around and there's somebody there. Somebody friendly would be nice. I almost punched my kid once. Sleeping, only once? I was, <laughs> yeah, only once. I was in a dead sleep and I just felt... Like I was waking up slowly, and I felt something standing over me. I was getting out of like a nightmare, I guess, or something. So I swung. I turned were, around and swung at my kid. You were dreaming about your other kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> swung at your kid. You took a kid. swung. Yeah. You took a swing and missed. I met. Well, yeah. I was like one of those short ones where you're like, oh shit, and you kind of pull back. I don't believe you. I think you just I missed. Did not. <laughs> Uh, well, anyways, this suspect, like I said, he had pinned the woman so uh, she couldn't move and then sexually abused her and ran off. It's only sexual abuse if, well, no. I mean, if you pin somebody, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, that's... Pinning somebody, like it's wrestling. And and uh, and, and the woman, you know, has just been napping. She's out of it. Mm -hmm. So you wake up, like, super defensive, you would think. Uh, she's 49, you know. Age doesn't seem to enter into it with rape too much. Yeah, old ladies get raped as much right? as young ladies. It really is uh, sick. That when it comes could to this type of rape, yeah, that someone could be attracted to somebody like that enough to rape them, you know? Because a lot of people say rape is about violence and power. I think it's about attraction and sex. And I think you just like if there's some old lady that you want to fuck, you know, and you just rape her. Right, I guess if you find the old lady attractive, yeah, you know, maybe you like, maybe you like really pendulous boobs or something. I don't yeah, know. or any kind of old lady features that she, you know, in New York, the ladies hold up a long time too. They really do. They I'm are like, so. yeah, you could see a woman walking down the street and like, nice legs. Turns around eighty, you know, just like on an airplane. <laughs> You see that too. The flight attendants from being on their feet all the time and having those the, oh, having their yeah, air legs. Yeah, yeah. Although, you know how how. Um, Sometimes when you're on a flight, you hit some bad air, and like it's a little turbulent, right? Sure. And so we, I was having a very smooth flight the other night. I went to Dallas, and I was on my way back from Dallas. It was a show that I did. It was a Kingpin uh, <laughs> Bowling Invitational, and I got to perform <coughs> Ethan Ralph's thing. Uh, you know, we do the kill stream, whatever. I don't know. It turned into a big promotion or whatever, but you know, uh, watch on Sundays. We do bad news with Pat Dixon, and that's on. The Ralph Reports Odyssey thing. I mean, I, I'm really bad at talking about this because I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it is. 
<laughs> so yeah, you do one I thing. Know, Clearly, I've do. been doing this show for like this is the twelfth season, beginning of the twelfth season now. Yeah, the show's been going and for a while. Uh, and and so like I'm barely used to podcasting, barely. So this is the some other shit. I'm on the way back, and we're in, uh, I, and of course from Houston to Dallas, uh, Dallas to Houston. Because that makes sense as a connecting flight, you know, back to New York, right? Sure. You want to go several hundred miles south and then cut back up. We hit something. I was dozing off, and it was like, bam. It was like an impact, right? And, and like, we hit a wave or something. It felt like we just, like, zoomed off to the right. We turned to the right. The, like, the, the wing dipped. Mm-hmm. And and we were like you know almost completely sideways momentarily you know what I mean and then like and it felt like the plane dropped a lot and this whole like dropping feeling seemed to continue you know for you know what the timing is hard. I'm gonna say ten to fifteen seconds or something like that which is time. you know it may be longer it may be shorter than that it felt like that you know like I'm not fifteen but you know if it w- had to be whatever who cares okay. This flight attendant, everybody looks at her, you know, she was walking around with pretzels. You know how you look at them because they are always so, you know, it doesn't matter what the fuck happens. They just sit there and roll their eyes and, you know, they look completely calm. They smile. This woman says, I swear to God, like a little girl, she goes, I'm scared. <laughs> Lays down on the floor and begins sobbing. You know, it's bad when the stewardess is <laughs> sobbing. Say, I'm scared. <laughs> Those yeah. words, it's like, I'm scared. The one thing you're not supposed to indicate. It was really something. But, wow. you know, and I was like, cool. It was like, oh, I guess I'll die in a plane crash. Not today. That didn't feel too frightening to me for some reason. You know, once I was kind of used to the idea, I thought, you know, yeah, fine, sounds about right. Uh, this, uh, just a half hour later, by the way, you know, because this woman, she's treated for a knee injury. She's off. Just a half hour later, this, uh, this is near 185th Street and 186th Lane. Okay. I guess this is in in Queens, you know, where they where they you get 186th Road and you have Lane mm, and you have all these right. different it's you know uh Queens is the opposite when you're counting off the what do you call it the like avenues and streets. You know, avenues in Manhattan run uptown and downtown right. and and in Queens they run uh east and west. Cross down. That would confuse the hell out of me. Well, yeah. I'm already confused driving in New York. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, but you you do fine driving in New York. Yeah, I, I think know. it's, but it's it, it's that simple. Just a half hour later, like I said, 185th Street, 186th Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Cops say the same man got into a garage through an unlocked back fence gate. Ooh, an unlocked back fence gate. I mean, it's a gate. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know how it, it could be tall. Maybe it's a tall gate. I don't know. He took power tools and a razor scooter worth about three hundred and seventy dollars before running away. Well, this is just a robbery. Uh, they released surveillance video of the suspect. I thought it was another rape that he was uh, that they were worried about. Rape and robbed. It says, uh, yeah, responsible for a robbery. So he's just out running some errands and uh, decided to stop. He's, this Taking woman's a asleep. Jog. I mean, getting into somebody's house just to look over him and stand over him like that. Seems like he kind of missed his uh, window there. Yeah, you know, like while she's the rape asleep. Window? Yeah, there's a rape window. Mm-hmm. It, when she wait, once she wakes up, the jig is up. You know what I mean? You're standing there with her phone, and uh, 
so I guess as a consolation prize, he took the Razor scooter and three hundred seventy dollars okay. before running away. Got something. Let's see, he, who keeps three hundred and oh, okay, wait a second, he didn't take three hundred seventy dollars. The Razor scooter, he took power tools, worth about three hundred and seventy dollars. My bad. Nobody keeps cash in their garage. Uh, they released surveillance video of the footage. Uh, footage of the video. <laughs> Man, I used to be good at this. Uh, from the garage robbery and anybody with information, ask all Crime Stoppers at one eight hundred five seven seven tips. Now, uh, a woman shattered a taxi window in Hell's Kitchen with a cinder block, and fled with a phone and cash in broad daylight. It's a broad daylight Hell's Kitchen smash and grab in Manhattan. They released video of this. Uh, this is a brazen theft on West Thirty Seventh between Eighth and excuse me, between 9th and 10th Avenues in Hell's Kitchen. That's where Hell's Kitchen is. Yeah, I used to live in uh, a different part of Chelsea over on 22nd Street. I say a different part. It's a few blocks over. Between 9th and 10th, which is directly below this, obviously, 15 blocks. And I will say this. I've seen men dressed as women, and I've seen uh, people who are pulling it off more successfully than others. I've seen people that look like they're just fucking around quite a bit, you know, not Mm -hmm. quite a bit. They are fucking around to a large extent is what I mean, because they look like those. You ever see those uh, Washington Redskins fans who dress up like uh, they call them their pigs or something like that? You know, it's just these like old dudes that wear dresses. That's what they look like. These big fat dudes. Like a comedic thing. Yeah. Exactly. They look like, I'm like, what are you, you're trying to crack me up or something? Because you look ridiculous. <laughs> you look like a big fucking weirdo in a dress. Who turned this person out? You know, you want to, it's just like a giant. Some of these people, I don't really get this. It seems so fucked up to me. I don't know. I'm not trying to judge anybody, but it's I look weird. at it, I go, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I think yeah. it just should be something that nobody's doing. That's all. It just, she just shouldn't be doing it. Just walking around Chelsea looking like Uncle Milty. Right. Uncle Milty. Right. Uncle, Uncle Milty. Uncle Milty had makeup on. <laughs> oh, so now you're Uncle, really Mil- Uncle, right. Uncle Milty was doing the, No, these guys are just like fucking. Un- Uncle Milty was a fox. You know, <laughs> Uncle Milty. He's talking about Milton Berle putting on a dress, being famous for that. Also famous for his enormous dick. Did you know that? Did not know. Milton Berle supposedly had this fucking. Baby's arm of a of a penis. Now, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, you think it's true? Yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think that's kind of thing. Like, that I gets could around. pull off a dress. Look at my uh, yeah, dick. I, I mean, you know, I don't know why he. Uh, you think that <laughs> I could pull off a dress? Yeah, he's really confident. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I don't see those as going together. <laughs> <laughs> Having a big dick and the desire to cross dress. Of course, he did it for a comedy show. He wasn't walking around like a bitch. Right. Fucking Mario tonight, call me a bitch. Mario Bosco, mm. this little tiny individual, <laughs> bitch. Kept just ending her, it, I say her, ending yeah. his sentences with bitch. I'm like, don't don't call me bitch casually like that. I don't like that. Just, oh, sorry, I was just kidding. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I get it. Don't casually refer to me as bitch. Yeah. What are you doing? It's like how a dog will do that. They test their boundaries. A dog will come and put its paws on you, like on your torso. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, that's them going like, I'm fucking better. I'm as good as you. You're the least. You have no status in this room. Right. Were you aware of that? I did not know that about dogs. It's true. If they come up and put their paws up on you, it's like, that's like, fuck you. You're nothing. 
your your dog shit. What if you're, you're my shit? What if they're letting you rub their belly? That means you're way above. You're a god. If that means that they have turned around, yeah, that means that they're showing submissiveness. Right. Yeah. And if they let you jerk them off, man, wow. that means that you are a you. Fuck, that's your dog. Wrong show. That is your dog. <laughs> <laughs> So this woman shattered this taxi window, but it's not a woman, uh, in my opinion. It certainly does not look like a woman. Fifty-year-old, uh, eight-year-old driver of the cab had parked his vehicle at the location around 10 a.m. so he could use a restroom. Fifteen minutes later, so we know what kind of restroom trip that was. Uh, the woman showed up with the cinder block and smashed the window, uh, smashed the driver's side window of the cab, uh, stashed the iPhone and forty dollars in cash. Uh, I mean, you know what? I think you saw the video from earlier, but I want to. I want to. I, I don't like to lean on that. Uh, certainly was strange, in my opinion. Certainly did not seem as if uh, this was. Look, it's a dude in a dress. It looked manish. Just, it's just a dude in right? a dress. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what that person is. Is a dude in a dress. It may very well be like some kind of a. You know what you would call a uh, disguise. <laughs> I looked at it as, uh, it's almost like a disguise. Like a supervillain. Oh, well, he, I, I don't know if the disguise is that good. Look at that. Does, do, do, do you see a trace of femininity? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Does, doesn't really that jog. Doesn't re- I mean a little? Looks a little feminine. Gayish, jog, maybe. Right? Yeah, a little baggy. Uh, but you know the orange. W- see that once the wig's gone, that's uh, no longer. I think it's a gay man. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think. That, I don't even know why they would be so sure and say like, "Oh yeah, this is a woman." You know what I mean? Yeah, they. They don't know. Now they'll never arrest this person. I mean, not anytime soon. I don't think. This is just a good old. Fa- you can hear the glass smash. Got the iPhone. Or yeah, the phone. I'm just not really seeing. Here it comes. <laughs> Jeez, holy! Cannot be the first time. No, I don't know. I don't know. I sounded so sure before. It's embarrassing, but I just now I can't tell. But uh, I would not certainly be saying like, oh, yes, that is certainly a woman. Now, our mayor is uh, calling for all the gays to come to New York. Hey, gays, we want you. Have you heard about this? No, bring your tax uh, revenue. Something sort of about that. Yeah, that the, the, the mayor, his name is Eric Adams. And I suppose what I should have done is shared the screen on that fucking thing. But I mean, whatever this is for. Uh, Eric Adams, <clears throat> by the way, he keeps having dinner. Uh, Eric Adams and, and Cuomo keep having dinner together. Interesting. That's a headline from New York Magazine. Eric Adams and Andrew Cuomo keep having dinner together. Maybe they're old uh, pals. That's interesting. We uh, Eric Adams is a mayor we have not really gone to great pains to get to know. Uh, so... You know, I want to just like report on some of the shit he's talking about. Um, he opposes the floor, you know, the and the don't say gay thing in, you know, whatever in Florida. And he's saying, hey, guys, you know, uh, this is from Pink News, by the way. Oh, yes, I'll accept all your cookies. <laughs> uh, yeah, it says uh, that New York City Mayor Eric Adams announced 
earlier this month. A campaign of digital billboard ads in Florida denouncing the hateful Don't Say Gay Law. The ads will appear in five Florida cities and on social media. Loud, proud, still allowed, one ad says. That's that's some solid rhyming. Loud, proud, still allowed. Wait, so Eric Adams is paying for these billboards in Florida? Well, he announced a campaign of digital billboard ads, so I would assume that So he's using that New York City taxpayer dollars to pay for billboards in Florida. To bring gays up to here. Oh, to bring the gays. Now, don't you Tourism. think we have an awful lot of gays here? There's so many gays. I, I don't really mind there being a lot of gays, but there's a lot of gays. I have no fucking... It does, I have no opinion about it. There's a lot of gays. Right. And I mean, really, a gay guy, it, you know, I'm, I'm a single person. That only helps the more gay men there are. You know, the more poontang, if I may use the the term, for me, <laughs> potentially. And, you know, the the pool gets cut down already too much. Sure. Of, of poontang, the pool of poontang. I'd like to swim in a pool of poontang. Pool of poontang. Yes. Jump into a nice poon pool. <laughs> <laughs> it says, come to the city where you can say whatever you want. Loud, proud, still allowed, come to the city. You can say it. Well, that doesn't really work. He's uh, highlighted his support for the LGBT+. Plus. So now they're just using the four uh, main letters. Because okay. they know everybody's making, like, just kind of, like, saying LMNOP and stuff like that, you know, because people are sick of trying to, like, figure out what There's comes so after LGBT. So it's just LGBT+. Plus. LGBTQ plus in this case, I should say. Yeah. It's like Disney plus. LGBTQ. Yes, exactly. It's very much like it, in yeah. fact. <laughs> They're grooming. I mean, right. the groomers. Uh, you've seen that meme. Yeah. Groomers. Grooming. I am the mayor of New York City. So, see, it's, he highlighted his support there. Okay. Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill, the latest shameful extremist culture war targeting the LGBTQ plus community today. We say to the families living in fear of the state-sponsored discrimination that you will always have a home in New York City. Isn't the don't say gay law just don't talk about sex from five to eight? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay. Well, that's really none of my business because it's happening as a law in uh, Florida, right? But why do we need a law to tell teachers not to talk about sex to small children? Well, you know why. Well, yeah, I know why, but we shouldn't have to. It shouldn't be necessary. Right. It shouldn't be necessary at all. It should, you mean they just shouldn't be doing they it? They shouldn't be fucking doing it, It yeah. shouldn't be part of the curriculum at all. I, I agree. No. I mean, what did we ever hear about sex? Not that, you know what they told us about sex? Wear a condom, don't have sex at all. Better yet, just everybody's got AIDS. Yeah. Welcome AIDS. to the 80s. Everybody has AIDS. Yep, you could die if you have straight sex. Apparently. AIDS. Yeah. I thought I was, I, the first time I had sex... I it happened to be in the summer, you know, and uh, I got jock itch, Uh-oh. not from the fucking sex, just from being a boy. Sure. And you know what happened? I was like, oh, man, I've got some kind of crazy VD. I thought I had some kind of fucking it itched. I'm like, oh, no, it's jock itch, of course. Right. Anything with itch in the title, you assume that's going to itch. And it did. It's not AIDS itch, you know, or but the, sometimes that 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 autoimmune that, deficiency that itch crotch <laughs> rot can get really bad. It can itch. Like hold storm. on a second, don't say that crotch rot. That yeah, is that's disgusting. what my mom used to say. Oh god, that's what my mom used to call jock itch. Stop it, crotch rot. Stop saying it. It's not rot. 
rot. Boy, your mother was like. <laughs> oh yeah, she has a mouth. She's that very is, creative. That is just an ugly word. Uh, jock itch. <laughs> According to recent polls, uh, now it says uh, a majority of Americans oppose the bill that will ban discussion of LGBT plus no Q on this one issues in schools. Isn't that funny that they took the Q off when it's mentioning it in conjunction with schools? Uh, well, it's what do you expect from pink news from the UK? It has received international backlash for putting vulnerable queer kids at risk. At risk of what? Not being talked to about right. sex? At risk is, okay, whatever. I don't mean to discuss this law, but I'm talking about our mayor reaching out and putting up billboards and saying, hey, all you Floridians, why don't you just, if you don't like the law down there, you just come right up Bring here. your gay five-year-old up here. And you know what? People in Florida would probably be like, yeah, great idea. Yeah. Great idea. Because, you know, they're trying to do something down there. And, uh, you know, why not? You know what I mean? That's one less. Look, if, if you're going to just herd all of <laughs> a particular, uh, you know, type of thinking into one place, like they say down there, you know, don't bring your damn... You know, bullshit here. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. From New York, don't come, don't come, be in all New don't York, California, and Georgia, my Texas. Yes, you got your chocolate, my peanut butter. Uh, don't do that. How about this story? Speaking of Florida, because you know what, they're not always so welcome. Not made to me to feel so welcome. A nine-year-old girl from Miami visiting the Big Apple with her mom, sucker punched in the head while walking near Central Park. And it was a doorman at the plaza who made sure the assailant couldn't flee oh, before wow. a cop showed up. The plaza, are you familiar with the plaza hotel? That's where this, uh, there's a character that does, uh, that, that's known for being there. Eloise or something like that, I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's, it's, you know, some girl lives in the fucking, I don't know, it's, it's one of the reasons why little girls like it or something like that. But uh, yeah, doorman at the plaza. What the fuck happens? Okay, now since you don't know this, because mm -hmm. you don't you don't have a daughter, you've only got boys. I only have boys. Three, two, well, two extremely large boys. Yeah, so I like to play football. And what's the other one? He's three years old. Okay, He's still like a baby. Uh huh. The other maybe two. trans. <laughs> yeah, he's it's still deciding if he wants to be Spider Man or a woman. Yeah, so he doesn't you know, know. It's a big, you know, maybe an apple tree. Yeah. Some kids okay. want to be an apple tree when they grow up. The Plaza uh, stories, I don't know what to put. Books, there's a series of books at the Plaza. It says it's uh, the secret life of America's most famous hotel. Uh, the Plaza love story, the Plaza. Hundred years of stories. Okay, well, I'm not seeing it. Uh, children's books, I'll put. Okay. Now, this is like, I'm not trying to do this uh, deep deep dive here, but it's just interesting. I want to see if the doorman is children's story, children's Christian books. I mean, the Plaza. Eloise at the Plaza. Okay. Uh, Hillary Knight, I guess, right? Eloise. Elois at the Plaza. Board book. So this is her. She's obviously rich. It says, uh, yes, Eloise is very special. And very precocious. It's a very special and very precocious six-year-old girl who lives at the Plaza Hotel in New York City. She may not be pretty yet. 
I would hope not. Yeah. But she's definitely already a real person. Join Eloise and experience her fabulous life in the famous Plaza Hotel. You'll be glad you did. What a great marketing gimmick if they just came up with this. Like, somebody write a book. It's about some chick, little girl that lives here, and then kids will want to come here. Little girls want to come here. You know, they have this other place It's like that where they have... Uh, I don't know, chocolate uh, fucking, uh, I can't remember the name of the place, but it's like they have like uh, iced hot chocolate or something like that. Iced hot chocolate. Yeah, I forget whether it even, I passed by, I used to pass by it on the way to Dangerfields all the time, so it's uh, somewhere on the Upper East Side. Okay. Uh, but uh, I think it was on like 60th Street or something. It probably is just, uh, th- these are just uh, the scattered memories of you know, the, the, a city that used to be. But uh, the suspect in this case, Punching the nine-year-old girl. Punching. Ooh. Punching. Sucker punching. You have to, It has to be a sucker punch with a girl. She's never a nine-year-old girl expecting to get hit. She yeah. doesn't have her dukes up. She's Maybe not prepared fight. for the fight. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's not like some kind of fucking, uh, oh, uh, I cannot believe I can't think of this guy's name. Who's the, this is what the show has become. Okay. Me trying to remember names <laughs> of characters <laughs> and if they exist. Man, this is... Got to be annoying to listen to. You have my apologies. You really do. I'm talking to you. Okay? Sorry. But I need to... Oh, God. It's it's on the tip of my tongue. It's the guy from the movie. Um, okay. Every Which Way But Loose. And you, I don't think you're going to know it. Because I think that's before your time. Yeah. I saw it in the theater. And, and it's, it's one of those names that sounds like a, a weird little rhyme... Something like Obed No Bed or something. Obed like that. No Bed. But it's not that. It's not uh, it's not Obed <laughs> No Bed. Obed No Bed. Um but uh what the I guess I'm trying to find a go to the Wikipedia so I people are like, just get this shit settled so you can tell us about the fucking suspect, you prick. <laughs> we wanna know Sorry. about the crime. Sandra Locke was in this movie with uh with uh Clint Eastwood and Clint Eastwood played Philo Beto. Philo Beto. Philo Beto. Obed no bed. Philo Beto. Obed no bed. Yeah. Sandra Locke. I never thought she was such a nice looking piece of ass until later in life. And I look back and I go, you know what? She's better looking than I gave her credit for. She had those looks, you know, that I think appeal to an older person. Maybe. I don't know. Because I'm old. No. Not that old. I'm, get, I'm getting there. So Rahim uh, Ramsaran. Rahim Rasarin is the suspect in this case of punching the nine-year-old. He's 27. He allegedly punched the young tourist in the left side of the head around 11.20 a.m., corner of Central Park South Jeez. and Grand Army Plaza. Just shit. I mean, like, I, I would. I, it's funny. I know the park a little bit. I didn't know the corner of Central Park South and Grand Army Plaza. We saw a man with a backpack, a red hoodie, and a beige jacket screaming at people. And people literally running away from him, and he was, and he was just like yelling. <laughs> That's <laughs> never a good. Twenty-four-year-old Kimberly Thomas, who's working at a nearby COVID nineteen testing booth. Wait, they still have those here? Are you shitting me? COVID. Of course they do. Booths? Yes. Jesus. COVID nineteen testing booth. Testing booth. You go by. Oh, I'd like to be tested for COVID nineteen. They'll test you, and they'll do who knows what. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're they're everywhere still. 
who who goes to get tested for some shit like that? Why? Why would you do it? Boy, I hope the government will tell me that I have to stay away from people or a doctor will tell me and it has almost the force of law that people really take it that serious here, dude. I mean, masks, even like at airports, you have to do shit, right? But Uh, I didn't wear a mask until I was told, you know, because why? I hate, I hate the shit. And then like you, I'm, I'm done talking about COVID. Uh, this man with a backpack and a red hoodie and a base jacket, he's screaming at people. Now, what do you do? You don't go anywhere near that guy. Yeah. You now, this is the COVID-19 booth girl. She probably didn't. Neil Johnson, 60 years old, at his job, as a doorman, at the plaza. Monday, he heard the suspect yelling. He ran to the scene to help. The suspect, you heard the, every crazy guy yelling, you go and you run just, to the scene? <laughs> there must be a... A lack of crazy guys in that part of New York. I saw the woman crying, and they're running away from this guy, and he's walking fast towards them. Okay, so yeah, they had they obviously had the right impulse. So, gotta do something. So, gotta do something, he told the Post. I got in between them, and this crazy guy, and then another guy joined me who, was, who apparently saw the whole thing happen. So, we just made sure that this person couldn't go. Oh, so they trapped him in. At first, it's like, we're standing in between you, and then it was, we're standing between you and freedom. Right. But I guess he'd already hit the girl. Johnson said that he saw the poor girl holding her head, clearly in pain. He called the cops while he was trying to make sure the suspect didn't attack her again. So, uh, nice job to that doorman, Neil Johnson. Good on him. 60, you win the Citizen of the Week Award. I mean, it could have went horribly wrong for him if the guy had a knife or anything else like that. Because who knows what the fuck these people are carrying? These crazy people. That guy. I always hear about stabbings, I mean, especially doing the show. I always stabbing here, stabbing there, stabbing there. Oh well, yeah, there's stabbings, you know, and and like, uh, but the guy would want to prevent the girl from being stabbed. He yeah. would fare better than this this young, you know, mo- mother and a nine year old, you know, are gonna fare. So I think that he would still do it. In fact, it would be shameful if you're like, "Oh, he has a weapon. I don't want to go fuck with that guy." <laughs> it's good to know there are there uh, he's are after decent them. people out there still. Well, yeah, and a doorman is usually going to be a decent guy because yeah. they have, uh, you know, this a, a doorman position is a pretty good job. It's not a, it's nothing to sneeze at in New York. It's not like being a, a barista or something. You know, it's a real job. Pretty sure there's a union. Oh yeah, and you. Uh, become a you know you have to be trustworthy and you have to you know you're vetted pretty thoroughly i believe and and they know you in the building a lot of these guys get these jobs they keep them forever so it's like security almost like there's security there, it does provide some security yeah right. because you know that at least he's going to pick up on any kind of weird shit happening right right and that you want a nosy doorman to a degree you know you want him like fucking sticking his nose in people's business making sure people sign the thing when they come in whatever they're supposed to do a doorman building is a big status symbol in in manhattan oh yeah yeah god if you got a doorman you're like that means you got an elevator (laughs) that means you know you are uh as we used to say down south shitting in high cotton (laughs) and if you're shitting in high cotton that means you have no worries you got plenty to wipe with and nobody can see you you have privacy (laughs) shitting in high High cotton cotton. yeah not see that's the jersey way of saying it cotton 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 Shitting in high cotton. Uh, how about a story about this? Um, 
this 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 is a pretty involved story. So this will probably be sort of like the what you might think of as the uh, the title story almost. I don't know. But a Queens District Attorney Melinda Katz made an announcement about Daniel Drayton, who's 31, and he's been indicted by a grand jury in Queens following his extradition. Okay, so this is epic. Involves an extradition. Okay. He was arraigned in Queens Supreme Court, and uh, the defendant is charged with murder, sexual misconduct, grand larceny, and other crimes for this shocking strangulation death of a 29-year-old woman killed after a date with the defendant. Wow. She met him on Tinder. It's a Tinder date. Wow. Strangle me Tinder. (laughs) D.A. Katz said the family deserves justice. No question about that. A brutal crime. It makes every person using a a dating app fearful. You should be. Uh, and, And some apps are you know, not, uh, I don't think they're all created equal because actually, I'm not sure. Was this a Tinder day? Yeah, they, I think they said I Tinder. Th- it said Tinder, but I think we watched a video right. that included his relationship with a prior woman, okay? And he was uh, the boyfriend who swept Zenea Barney off her feet. You said he almost seemed like the dream guy. Yeah, they were like a wonderland with him. She says 27-year-old Daniel Drayton was a handsome, charismatic conversationalist she met on a dating app. Like we talked so much, we had so much in common. You know, he seemed like a, like a real good guy. She had no idea her life was in danger. You never wake up one day and be like, my boyfriend that I'm dating is going to try to kill me. The man she thought she was falling for, allegedly stalking her, threatening her. And her son. Nearly choking her to death. Now we're learning Daniel Drayton is also a suspected murderer and rapist. Accused of killing 29-year-old nurse Samantha Stewart last month and luring a number of women he met on dating sites into a string of heinous assaults. Zanea says... From ABC News, by the way. So don't think it's like... I know it sounds like the E! True Hollywood story right. or some shit or, you know, or... or I don't know. Like, it, it doesn't have a TMZ ish kind of sound with it. Drayton first contacted her on the app Plenty of Fish in November of last year. She says she wasn't even looking for love. This one was on like, Plenty of Fish. Didn't pay any mind, and I finally replied. And from there, like, our conversations went like every day. They struck up a fast friendship. It quickly turned to romance. He wanted a- I've gotten the feeling that Plenty of Fish is like the um, the Spirit Airlines of dating. Right in life, and he had goals. And no That's what it seems like. To complain about. It was a delight to talk to him at that time. How often did you guys see each other? Every day. It was not a day we didn't see each other. They dated six months. Drayton even met her young son. Zanea asked us not to show him. The perfect guy. It was like, that's how I was, you know, pretended to be. But alarm bells went off when she saw another woman calling Drayton's phone. Zanea picked up. She and I was just like, oh, how did you meet him? She said, oh, through the app. I said, plenty of fish. She said, yes. And I was like, okay, but did he, like, mention to you, you know, he has a girlfriend? She was like, oh, no, he didn't mention that at all. And I just told him to get out my car. And that was how things started going left from that point on. She says she broke it off. Going but he left. persisted, pleading to get her back. Okay. Even trying to contact her on social media using multiple aliases. And how did things start to spiral? Every day he'll keep hitting me up, like, he'll wait outside my house the point he'll sleep outside my house spend the night or up watching my window when did you start realizing that there might be a threat to you the night he waited outside my house i don't know the particular day but it was in june she says he started throwing rocks at her window at one point sneaking inside and that's when he placed the ladder clean through my window because i wouldn't let him in my house another night barney says she filmed a ladder clean through her window placed a ladder clean through my window I think that's what she said. Yeah. It was in June. She says he started throwing rocks at her window at one point, sneaking inside. And that's when he placed the ladder clean through my window mm-hmm. because I wouldn't let him in my house. 
Another night, Barney says she filmed... I mean, some people, this used to be called persistence or something. You know, this is terrible behavior. Yeah. I mean, this is just... You know, if a woman's not into you that much and she doesn't want you to climb through her window, you shouldn't. You probably shouldn't. I've, you shouldn't. You probably shouldn't. You probably right? shouldn't. Yeah, my I, wife, I mean to say in every case you shouldn't. I, I had to go to my wife's window when we were dating. She broke up with me over the phone. Oh. And this is like 1 a.m. and she lived two hours away. She's so intimidated she married you. Yeah. So I went to the her room and how far away window, you said? two and a half hours away. you drove two and a half hours it's about oh. three in the morning just in the rain up in the rain okay the might rain. as well have a boom box <laughs> and you're heating up the whole way yeah and she so, wouldn't see you she wouldn't see you she didn't and, want to talk to me she, she broke up with you me. she broke up with me it was over what was the reason do you recall it's probably other girls were messaging me or something like that oh yeah. fuck you then yeah I'm cheater an that wasn't uh, cheating no. but no. she didn't like that i had female friends and then i went to the her bedroom in the rain Back window, you know. That's she's still I, I, I got fucking scary chills when you did it's that. It's creepy, right? Pounding on the window, tapping on it like like Salem's it lot. Freaked, it freaked her dad out because she's like, "Dad, I think there's someone outside my window." And then, <laughs> and then all I see her is dad's stupid face pop up in the window. And I go, "Ah! That's your the- dumb boyfriend!" <laughs> wow. And so was she? Uh, of legal age at this time? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So um, it's your dumb boyfriend, and you didn't need a ladder, though. <clears throat> no, me. no. You didn't I need, need a ladder. ladder. It was first floor. Ladder. Yeah, first floor. Okay. Well, that's not as bad. And you were just trying not to wake the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just I didn't right. want to wake the father, which I did. Which she front, did. Yeah. She claimed she began to receive chilling texts and calls like this one, threatening to harm her son. I'll that that's what you gonna do? You gonna do what? I called you. I called you the 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 you gonna do what to my son? Said you always want to talk sideways out your out your fucking mouth. I think that's what he said here. Say yeah. you gonna do what to my son? See, he didn't say anything about the son in that last sentence. This is edited, I guess. Because he said, you always, I wanted to squash this shit because he's always talking sideways yeah, out of definitely... your fucking mouth. She goes, say you gonna do what to my son? <laughs> I mean, that would annoy the fuck out of me. If that, are you talking it, about your son? <laughs> no, I, I, who your mentioned son. your fucking son? But she wanted, she's trying to get him on record. Sure. And no problem. He he's happy to oblige. However, at this now you see, uh, yeah, he's saying, you know, I called you to squash the shit, but you always want to talk sideways out your fucking mouth. Okay, now that's he's he's trying to be heard here. You know, sure. Trying to make a point, like like he he's even before there's you know just just one of the he doesn't not everything he says is nice. That's what right. you gonna do? He said I'll kidnap that, uh, and he uses I guess probably the ethnic slur. I'll do anything. Word to my, grave, my, Word to my fucking grave, my slur. You gonna do what? You're gonna do what? <laughs> I love it how it's like. Look, that. bitch, listen to the words I'm saying. I, I mean, look. 
this guy's bad, okay? Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But this is annoying. She's just trying to catch him. You're going to do what? This is entrapment. Say you going to do what to my son? <laughs> what? Mean... You say you going to do You didn't pick up my calls, my slur. Hmm. Think this shit's a game? It's not a movie, my slur. That's when I knew, like, he has to go. On June 13th. Yeah, that's what that's what gave it away to her. That'll do when it. she said, I'll kill. He said, I'll kill your whole family. <laughs> she said, that's when I knew. This is this is the time, point I, in time. I'm getting that gut feeling. <laughs> it doesn't something about this just doesn't feel right. Things escalated. The day started off with him blowing my phone up as usual. He just kept calling me, calling me. So I just like, let me just answer. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, See, that's please. always so smart. You, when, when somebody is calling you repeatedly, writing you repeatedly, texting, whatever, you go, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Please don't contact me anymore. Right. And you stop. And you don't say anything else at all, no matter how much they blow up your phone. No matter how much they write, you say it once and you stop. That's it. You don't feed it at all. Not to victim blame. It's not like that. I'm trying to help. You just have to do it that way. It's good life advice. And and like as time goes on, you'll think like, all right, fine. He's written me 40 times. You know, he's written me 20 times a day for two weeks. And then you finally pick up. It's like then he knows right. that you've been seeing all this shit, right? He knows he's had an effect. He knows that you're over there getting his messages. That's sometimes all they can. If that's all they can get, that's all they can get. Yep. And if yep. they and if they feel like they've frightened you, if they feel like they've ex- had any power over you at all, you know, that's it gets them charged up. I just want to talk to you. I'm about to go to California for a job. She yeah. reluctantly agreed to see him. <laughs> Once off. I kill your whole family, I'm going to California. Met for lunch. He didn't eat. They met for lunch at a Chipotle, as we can see. Yummy. Eat, but he asked if she could drop him at a nearby park. Drop me off at the park. I'm going to fucking kill your whole, I guess, if the kid wasn't there. I'm driving like this. I actually pull up exactly right here. That's when he proceeded to sit here and say, are we still going to be together? Are we still going to be back together? And I said, no. She says he mm. refused to get out of the car. And that's when he just looked at me in the car. and See, this is exactly what he wanted. The opportunity to confront her directly. Are we going to be together right. anymore? No. Now I can strangle you. Now you're going to die. Yeah. So bad move you know what i mean don't do this yeah don't put yourself in that situation okay i'll see him off whatever then i'll be done with him forever no you see the things he's saying might not be true (laughs) i know it's weird maybe they are true it doesn't matter and then jumped across had both of his knees on top of my knees while my seatbelt was still on and he got two of his hands stuck his whole thumb in my throat and that's why i still have the mark to this day i'm gonna listen to her say this again because i want to make sure i hear this right his whole thumb 
to get out of the car. And that's when he just looked at me in the car and then jumped across, had both of his knees on top of my knees while my seatbelt was still on. And he got two of his hands stuck, his whole thumb. And he got two of his hands. Two of his hands. Stuck, stuck and stuck his whole thumb into her neck. Two of his hands. My throat, and that's why I still have the mark. I mean, he has two hands, right? Yeah. At some point, did you think this is it? When he was choking me, the I can't even de like describe the feeling. That's when I kept feeling like this is it. And I just kept. See, I don't see it. She's like, well, th that's when I knew something was. I gotta get yeah. away from this guy. This is so bad I'll news. so I'll see him for lunch. Drop him off. Think about my son. Like I have to. I have. Although on the other hand, you don't ever expect someone to try to kill you. I can. I can say that. I've made these mistakes. Well, yeah, you have. I and so I know that. Like it. It. It's just now. She did not come at my invitation to the IHOP to try to murder me, but, uh, and I was thinking along those lines by then. You know that she was going to be dangerous, but. Uh, did she and, show and any I did. past I, behavior? Or? I did exactly what, well, she, I mean, she had been arrested in the past for some shit. And with me, yeah, I mean, I could tell she, she, she said a lot of shit that would indicate that she's capable of violence, you okay. know, things like, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's not a good thing to hear nope. from a six foot redhead, no matter how yeah. nice her rack is or how good she sucks dick. I don't give a fuck. I was like, all right, well, look, I give a fuck about living. Uh, anyways. To live for my son. I have to get out. In the very spot where it happened, she shows us how she narrowly escaped. So I couldn't breathe. And I would have loved to have reenacted this, my crime, you know, that, that happened that to me. At that moment, I had no choice but to just use my door and open it. Use my I door came, and open it. That's a good idea. Get out of the car. Can we do that? Can we reenact your like crime at the IHOP? You really want to? <laughs> I think that would be amazing. I mean, we can't at the exist at the IHOP that it happened at. It's not there anymore. It's uh -huh. it was on uh, Brainerd Road in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Beautiful Chattanooga, Tennessee. But it's not there anymore. Uh, we'd have to go to a different they IHOP. They all look the same. They don't actually. The IHOPs. As I looked up, I, I know the one I got killed at. Uh, <laughs> almost got killed at. Come out. The it's like she even like does the dump out of the car onto her knees here. I mean, she's really selling it. She doesn't go down onto her knees, does she? It looks like that's. Got what... out, fell like this on the floor. Oh, she catches and herself. And as I yeah. looked up, I seen three men come out the parking lot. Three workers, seeing her in distress, rushed to help. They asked me where I, I was all right. They was trying to save me from him. He viciously, viciously came around the car trying to attack me again. He kept saying he was going to kill me. The men call police, but Drayton takes off. If those three men didn't appear, I wouldn't be here. The three workmen appeared and saved her life. Wow. Days later, Drayton was arrested and eventually charged with trespassing and strangulation but a Nassau County judge later granting his release. Turns out- Perfect, perfect, there granting his release. He's a danger to this woman. Let me tell you about this guy. He has been stalking this woman, put a fucking ladder through her window, mm -hmm. strangled her, trespassed. He has no 
fucking compunction about attacking her physically, and he has no concept or respect for boundaries, and he has a job in California, supposedly, yeah, that, okay. that he's trying to go to, sure. right? Flight risk, you would think, right? You, you Well, you would think, but... And a danger to her as well. Yeah, law doesn't side with the victims anymore. Two good reasons not to had already served four years in a Connecticut prison on multiple charges, including second-degree strangulation, unlawful restraint, and violating a restraining order. The Nassau County Court telling ABC News there was no way the judge could have known. The judge didn't know there was an out-of-state criminal history. I do not believe that. Yeah, they Weeks know everything. Weeks after you his release, that New York nurse, Samantha Stewart, is found dead in her home. Another 23-year-old woman raped. Police uncovered. Weeks after his release, criminal history. Weeks after his release, that New York nurse, Samantha Stewart, is found dead in her home. Another 23-year-old woman raped. Police uncover both had gone on a date with Drayton. The common denominator in these two cases. The common denominator <laughs> in these two cases. This is Dermot Shea, back when he was chief Dermot Shea, before he became commissioner Dermot Shea, before he became former commissioner Dermot Shea. It's, see, this is uh, this crime that, that, you know, he's just now been charged with. Right. 2018, it takes a while, apparently, to locate yeah, somebody, arrest while. them, extradite them, and get a grand jury together. And, uh, you know, that's, here we are. And, and of course, COVID has slowed One everything down. One being a down. murder. A murder? One being a rape. There's <laughs> a murder. in these two cases. One being a murder. One being a rape. Is dating. Look at this fucking, these cheerful ass motherfuckers back here listening to this. You see these two? Yeah, they're just having a good time. Look like, at yeah. the smiles. Oh, they're a poster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I thought they were just standing behind. Hey. Websites. How concerned were... One being a rape is dating websites. How concerned were you... Actually, the common denominator is this motherfucker, isn't it? Yeah, it's the guy strangling and raping and killing people. The common denominator here... In these two cases, one being murder and one being rape, is dating websites. Yes. Dominator in these two cases, one being a murder, one being a rape, is dating websites. Oh my How God. concerned were you when you found out that he had been released after that incident with you? I was scared. I found out he was released when that Wednesday when they pronounced that, that he may have murdered that young lady. I was so they pronounced scared. It. I'm like, what can a okay. mother do to protect Is that what she her said? son? The hunt. After they pronounced it's an unusual way of word choice to me. Found out that he had been released after that incident with you. I was scared. I found out he was released when that Wednesday when they pronounced that, that he may have murdered that young lady. I was so scared. I'm like, what can a mother do to protect her son? The hunt leads investigators mm. all the way to California. To what? To independent investigators. California. 
all the way to California. California. Two independent investigations two independent as they progress. As they progress. detectives to one and the same individual. That, that individual was to... tracked across the country. He was? A fugitive task force and Los Angeles police eventually tracking him down in North Hollywood. Oh. Arresting him last week in a hotel where they say he had raped and attempted to kill a woman Jesus. he was holding hostage. He just, he this is a guy. Non-stop. He has the worst luck with women. Yeah. They all end up being so horrible. That he has to, he loses his shit. Right. He needs to really take some time to himself after these that breakups. Will do it. Yeah, and I know he's playing the field a little bit, but he does seem to become a little too invested mm-hmm. in these relationships, and they anger him. And I don't look. I don't want to. The last thing I want to do is like start just. I don't know. I don't want to cast aspersions, 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 <laughs> dispersions. I don't want to cast. I don't. I really don't want to be too critical of anyone in the situation. Okay, because everybody plays a role. But sure, I do think. I do think that we can ad- admit at this point that there's a possibility that he has a little trouble controlling his anger. Yeah, teeny. Maybe he needs some anger control classes. I don't know if it needs color. It, some pages. honestly, I don't know if it's quite to that point. But he really should be looking at it. Yeah, it's an okay. option. To those charges, Drayton allegedly told investigators he had committed as many as seven murders. Wow. Authorities. As many as seven. Now investigating. This motherfucker is a serial killer. Yeah, yeah, he's a serial killer. And they're not calling him this that for some reason. Time, any any comments any, that he's uh, made to us, you know, about his participation in other crimes, uh, we're listening uh, to has him. not been verified yet. Not been verified. But there is a lot of work to do. In an interview with the New York Daily News, Drayton speaking out from behind bars. What is he saying? Oh, boy. oh he, I mean, he's crazy. Admitting he did choke Zanea, calling himself a quote. Good person. Yeah. That's where it should end, right there. <laughs> Calling himself a good person. See, they're the one who, the ones who juxtapose it that way. He didn't one sentence after another say, "I choked her." I'm, I'm a, a good, good person. person. Right? Can you imagine that? I choked her. I'm a good person. That's the media. Do you see what I mean? But saying that voices in his head make him do these things. Mm. Drayton went on to claim he was hoping to get caught because he didn't want anyone else Liar. to get hurt. That, yeah, that's why you went 3,000 miles away or whatever, how far yeah, over it is to to California, L.A. You went to North Hollywood to, to get caught for these things you've done. In fact, you went to get caught so bad you were holding a woman hostage, attempting to strangle her, attempting to murder, raping. Zanea says... That man she once fell for should not. Wow, look how young they are there. This was just, in, uh, what, 2017 or 18? 18. Look at these two. Look at these two. Young and in love. I mean, they're talking to this woman in 2018. This woman's, you know, this guy has been doing this shit for a while. Maybe since a teenager. Look at this. She looks, I mean. Not be underestimated. No, I would literally believe that he would kill. Like, the, what? he's killed seven people. 
His eyes, everything he did to me, I believe that he's capable of anything. Caught because he didn't want anyone else to get hurt. I mean, he's really expecting that to carry some weight, isn't yeah. he? Look, I didn't want anybody else to get hurt. I'm that kind of, I'm a yeah, good person. I'm a good person. Turn I, myself in. I've killed some people, and I know I'm going to keep killing if I don't get caught. So I wanted to get caught. Sure. I figured, hey, best way, I'll do the most obvious thing, go to L.A. But Zanea <laughs> says that man she once fell for should not be underestimated. No, I would literally believe that he would kill. Like, the, his eyes, everything he did to me, I believe that he's capable of anything. You feel guilt? I felt guilty in the beginning because... Seems I like a weird question. Do you feel guilt? Um... I feeling like how can I not see the signs? Zanea, now really the media and the police should, and the well, not the police, the judge should feel some guilt. Like, yeah, no way he could have known that this guy. This is a dating app. I mean, you. It's the dating app. It's the dating app. Common denominator <laughs> between a murder and a rape. Says she's swearing dating off app. all those dating apps for good. It's the it's these goddamn dating apps. Fucking did raping and murdering Has this people. Changed your the latter, you know. Look, I know I saw my red flags, right? Sure. I've never had a bad experience from anyone I've ever met on a dating app, and I there were only a few. It was a period. It was in the mid two thousand aughts, whatever you know, between like four, you know, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> four, five, six, maybe. I think there were that few. I think it was just from 2004 to 2006. I met half a dozen women, maybe, maybe. It's not that many. And uh, and I didn't try to kill any of them. You, I mean, none of them. Sure? Were, none of them were begging to be strangled. <laughs> Outlook oh. on those online dating apps. Yeah. Completely. I'm off them. Deleted every single one. Los Angeles yeah. detective See? Trent Thurber investigates criminals using online dating to prey on their victims. Online dating uh, <laughs> makes it a lot easier to trick somebody. Thurber's yeah. advice when dating online, take things slow and do your research. Checking the internet, there's a lot of information out there. Background checks are always good if you're willing to go the extra mile. Experts say you can reverse image search your date to see where else their photo pops up. And trust your gut if something feels off our instinct maybe needs to to come into play if you get one of those nervous feelings maybe that's the time to uh, you know to cut it off and move on for Zanea her harrowing experience has forced painful reflection and conviction to share her story as a warning for others do you feel lucky to have survived I feel highly blessed, and I thank God every day. She's a very likable woman, and I, I regret mm -hmm. uh, for her that she had to go through this. They do have a point about some of this online stuff, because sometimes, you know, even it, it's women who attack men, and that's where you say, okay, we need to do something about yeah, this. enough is enough. This is on Instagram. A 21-year-old woman lured a man, lured him on the uh, gram, and uh, tortured him before demanding $100,000 in ransom. But she didn't do it herself. Of 
course. It says the 21-year-old woman placed uh, the man in a bathtub and tortured him while demanding ransom for his brother. That's not exactly what happened. <laughs> oh, I'm going to see if it ever tells the truth. A woman in New York City has been accused of kidnapping and torturing a man she met on Instagram for more than 12 hours while demanding $100,000 <laughs> in Australian money. I guess it's $135,000, $160. Uh, one hundred thirty-five thousand four hundred six. They give you that amount, you know, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, ransom nice. from his brother. That's twenty-one-year-old Valerie Rosario, alleged to have lured the unidentified victim, uh, who was twenty-four, to a Bronx apartment in the Boogie D. And the, uh, at least two armed men are alleged to have waited there until we he went inside and then entered the apartment after him. One of the men hit the victim with a pistol, according to a complaint. Uh, the suspects undressed the victim and put him in a bathtub. See, she didn't put him in yeah, a bathtub. It's the armed men. See, that really minimizes it up top for me. I mean, I know she's responsible. Alt- I mean, she's the honey trap, right? right. The honey pot. She's the honey pot. <laughs> I just, it bugs me that they said that. Like, you know, knowing what we know now, it was two armed guys. It says the 21-year-old woman placed the man in a bathtub and tortured him while demanding ransom from his brother. You you, you hear that and you, you read that and you go, oh, this guy's a pussy. Right, he got beat up by a woman. A woman sure. placed him in a bathtub? How the hell did that happen? You know? Well, and then how many paragraphs down do we have to read? Let's see, that's the lead. Uh, the, the, the headline says, woman, 21, lures man and tortures him. And the lead says the same thing. She's been accused of kidnapping and torturing a man. And it says, okay, let's see what, how many paragraphs down? One, two, three. three. And then finally, they mention two armed men in the fourth paragraph. I hate the news. Uh, they put him in a tub, and they, wow, they poured flammable liquid on him, burned him with a flame, and repeatedly stabbed him with a knife. So this is where it gets worse. This is the torture part. This is hell, yeah. Around 2.40 p.m., the victim's brother said he received a FaceTime call, saw three masked individuals surrounding the victim. One of the suspects cut the victim while stating, give us $100,000 or we will kill him. Now, usually it's got to be somebody famous, you know? You would think. They figured this guy's brother is going to be able to get hundred grand. that will make us happy. Uh, police said the victim was later driven from the Bronx apartment to a location in Queens where detectives saw one of the suspects in a van with a knife. Just saw a guy in a van with wow. a knife. What, what luck. Luck. Eagle-eyed. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking uh, police we have here in New York City. Uh, yeah. And so uh, a detective. We have the best detectives in the world in NYPD. That's And I know. They say so themselves. <laughs> they tell you. The suspect there was 24-year-old Javier Vargas of the Boogie D. Charged with robbery, assault. Kidnapping and unlawful imprisonment. Now, they should charge him with conspiracy to kidnap because that, you can go away forever for that. You can go away life without parole. Really? They're not seeking those kind of sentences right now, though. Oh, sure. Uh, the victim uh, COVID. was in the back of the van wrapped in a moving blanket. Wrapped in a, oh, not a moving blanket. A moving blanket. Okay. <laughs> a moving blanket. Wrapped moving in blanket. a moving blanket. <laughs> this no, blanket won't stop moving. Uh, the blanket's moving. I can't. St- I can't sleep. His nose and mouth covered with tape. Taken to a hospital in stable condition. No, this guy is stable. Okay, maybe he. The way I read it initially, the guy was about dead. The guy was nearly dead. Wow. 
uh, Rosario and another suspect, that's Michael Candelario, were taken into custody on Wednesday. Now, this story is not brand new. This is from uh, recently, uh, just, just uh, like last month. Charged with attempted murder, robbery, assault, kidnapping, and unlawful imprisonment. Now, this is terrible. This goes both ways. You know, guys have no choice but to follow a trail like this. Yeah. A woman says, <laughs> like, come to my apartment on Instagram. That sounds pretty interesting. Okay. Uh, what's going to happen? Now, I was, I, I came to a woman's house. I'd never met her before. I'd, I'd spoken to her on the phone, talked online quite a bit, a lot of emails, and uh, we worked it out. <laughs> I think I, I know I've told this story before, but I drove uh, to see her. I was on my way to Houston, and I cut through fucking Kansas to meet this woman. Which is okay. dumb from Atlanta, okay. right? So it's like weird. I was like, I got a couple of days to kill. I'll go see the Rolling Stones show and that retard that uh, works at the fucking uh, NASA facility down there. <laughs> and uh, on the way to do that, I'll see this chick and whatever, you know? And so, like, I'm on my way to meet her for the first time. I'm excited to meet her because when I saw her on her fucking profile on Match.com, she had a fucking wreath. And I said, a wreath is a good sign. Renaissance Festival, wreath. This chick uh, likes sex. Yeah, like a Wicca type of woman. We're going to get along very well. Okay. Not quite that. No. Not quite Wiccan, but, you know. Close. Yeah. It's Wiccan without the anal. Oh. And uh, get there. <laughs> and you see, we the plan was I was going to go and meet her, but I was tired. I was in San... No, no, it was uh, St. Louis, right? And I got tired. I didn't want to drive the rest of the way. Three more hours. I said, I'm going to just stop. I'm filthy. I, you know, I didn't have air conditioning in my car. So and a lot of dust and shit. I was just nasty. I didn't want to. So I'm going to go clean up and rest. and I'll see you tomorrow. She's like, no. And she really didn't want me to wait. She goes, come tonight. Wow. What will it take to get you to come tonight? I said, uh, and I th- tried to think of something that would be great, but that she would never do. I said, take off all your clothes, lay in your bedroom, <laughs> leave your front door unlocked, shut your bedroom door. I'll come inside your home, use your shower, clean up, change clothes, and then I'll come and find you there and we'll take it from there she was like done i'm like well didn't expect that (laughs) didn't hesitate apparently she's a risk taker okay and i'm a i'm a trustworthy you know that's i put off that kind of you know so um did the whole thing just like i said she left notes and everything i come out of the shower and i'm walking into her bedroom but i'm not walking into some kind of honeypot trap because I've got a loaded 357 in my bag. <laughs> and if there's any problem, I'll shoot everyone any in the room. Any armed man. Anything moving will be dead. And so knowing that, it made it a lot easier. Because that was the hardest part, turning the knob to go into the bedroom and knowing, like, the unknown. Right. What's behind It's supposed door? to be something good, but who the fuck knows? And it's so still and so quiet. She was sitting on the, on the bed, not completely naked, but wearing something that was very... Very, you know, revealing. revealing and small and, you know, just one snap away from being off. Peeling an apple with a steak knife. <laughs> she asked me if she pleased me. As if she was some kind of a nymph from mm. some kind of British sci-fi shit. <laughs> I don't know. Science fiction fantasy. Do I please you? I said, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, and I looked under her bed, <laughs> and I looked in her closet. <laughs> peek. I looked everywhere, even in the drawers, which I didn't think who was going to be in the drawers. And uh, you know what? We ended up dating for about uh, on and off 
year and a half, maybe not hmm. even that long, but I saw her a number of times and we always had a really fun time together. So it was a good Never time. Never fought that much except for in emails and shit. Uh you know, she was crazy and stuff, but you t- I just was never, you know, close enough to her because mm. of the distance. Right, right. You know, I was like a, a truck driver, you know, coming into town. She's happy to see me. Throw my trousers over the chair. <laughs> <laughs> There's the fucking, you know, the steam heat's peeling off the fucking wallpaper in the corner. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I can't say it went bad. Anyways, um... She might have different things to say. I met my wife on the internet. This is before dating apps. Where like it was like just match dot com or right. was, there were no apps. Well and I but I met her on MySpace. Dating site. Yeah. Well I didn't even meet her on a dating site. I met her on MySpace. I th- I looked at her picture, I thought she was hot. Saw that she lived two hours away. So I just Does this end up with a gun at all? There's no guns. But but I, I sent her I, I, I told this story to you before, but I sent her a message and then we started talking through fa- uh, Facebook, MySpace Messenger. Then we started talking through AOL Messenger. Oh. Then text messaging. Wow. Then phone call. You didn't skip any steps. No. You're one of those exit at the tits guys, right? <laughs> like feel her up on the outside of the bra and, and all that stuff. And then got to cover all your one, bases. One tit and then the other tit and then both tits at once. And <laughs> you, you go down on her bases. for 10 minutes outside the panties and all that kind no. of stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. I personally why? do that always. Right? Why not? I always like outside the panties first. Why not? But anyways, not? you say but, you uh, all these messaging. Uh, yeah, it's we incrementally did, we, getting incremental, more serious. More serious, right? Over because yeah, it goes MySpace, AOL, text messaging. Mm-hmm. Then what? Then You're phone actually call. sitting in the room writing notes to each other. <laughs> yeah, and uh, on our first date alone, her uh, sister actually gave her a pair of scissors to stab me with in case I was. Getting randy, I suppose. <laughs> randy? Yeah. Just get, if, if, if he gets a little randy, you stab him with the scissors. Yeah. I think by randy you mean rapey. Yes, rapey. And so, is that what that scar is? Yeah, the scar, I was stabbed 18 times. Yeah, but I got that poontang. Yeah, she no, did. So, yeah, you're married, and so you're saying her sister gave her scissors wisely. Yes. Because... Uh, you know, she'll go all arts and crafts up on you if you try to fucking hurt her. I mean, you're a gigantic motherfucking guy anyway. I feel like I could stab you as hard as I can with scissors, and it would fucking, nothing would happen. You're yeah. like Ben Grimm. You're like the fucking thing. It's ridiculous. It's ridic- I'm not even comfortable being in the same room look with I, you, see, fucking look, see, look monster. Fucking monster. Can you do this? <laughs> what are you doing? Making my oh. boobs dance. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, uh, the intimidation factor is lessened. Well, that's what uh, I'm trying to do. Okay, well done. So, uh, R- Rosario and another suspect, as I said, Michael Candelario, taken into custody. And uh, Rosario has been remanded in custody. And uh, her, uh, what do I say? Her, yeah, her father, uh, her lawyer, Raymond Loving, uh, says his client denies all the allegations against her. The two other defendants also remain in custody. She's like, I didn't even know those dudes. I was just trying to hook up. <laughs> yeah. And then I figured hundred grand. Laura, uh, the lawyer is going to be reached for comment. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's happened. All right, you gotta keep these things in mind. Things are not always as they seem. Sure. They're not always as advertised. I mean, the least of your worries is you meet her, and of course she's going to be thirty-five pounds heavier than you expected. Just that's just expect that, just and then it won't it. be, and then it won't be unexpected. Just know she's going to be a fucking 
you know, her looks are going to be a problem, probably. Uh, you don't really need them to be perfect because, like, you know, it's, it's not somebody that you're going to propose to or something oh, yeah. necessarily. Mm-hmm. Although people do meet online, and it goes, I and met a girl well. on MySpace as well. And, it, and, and I'll tell you something, by the time we had sex, I'm, I'm all for building the tension online and with the phone before you have sex. That way, when you yeah. do meet her, before you meet her, even really, because then when you do meet her, and, and but I mean, get into it. You know what I mean? Like, you're, if, if you find somebody that you're like, oh, I'm really enjoying this, build some suspense, and you talk about sex some, you have to, because you know you're both horny. People who want to hook up on a dating app or something like that and then be like, well, my standards are very high, and I don't like to be there. Stop it. Yeah. This is a situation where you end up going like, yeah, I like this, and I like that. And, and everybody knows where everybody's at. I mean, either that or I'm just a very sexually magnetic person. I really don't know. The machismo. I've been told, not a machismo, but like an emotional <laughs> intensity that women respond to sexually with their uh, wetness. And then they get really excited with me, and next thing you know, uh, I'm just fucking balls deep in her and uh, doing anything I want. Because really, there's one person in charge of the situation, right? right? Sexually, there has to be, and that's the way the polarities work. And uh, that's me. And I'm telling you what As to do. As it should be. I mean, I, I, I'm going to say seven times out of ten. Right. Seven times out of ten? I'll fucking, you know, I'll receive a massage every once in a while. <laughs> be like, ha. Huh. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, no, stop. I mean, I'm not My some kind word. of... Well, <laughs> when you mock me, it sounds so much worse. <laughs> Ian Erickson, Patriarchy Show. Uh, listen to it, and you find it at, on YouTube. There's on a YouTube. channel, the Patriarchy Show channel, right? Yeah. Uh, patriarchy, and uh, look, patriarchy means women who are married are property. Pretty much. Of their husband. Yes. They have exactly a role to play. Means. Some property is very important. It's super important. In the Bible, it says that um, to tr- men to treat your wives like Jesus treated the church, and he died for the church. So men should die for their wives. And often they do. And they do. And they often die as a result of them, for them. You know, look at these three workers here sticking their neck out to help this woman. They didn't even know. Right. Calling the police. Just because she was getting strangled. Just because you're getting strangled. doesn't. Look at this doorman world. rushing in, white knighting for this nine-year-old. What are you, sick? No. You're crazy. He is a holy man, and maybe yeah. we don't know, but he's a doorman, and it's a good job, like I said. Very good to talk to you, Ian. Very good Say to talk hi. to you, uh, my uh, my friend. And at this point, I'm not talking to you, Ian. So <laughs> ignore. Try to try to resist the desire to respond, as I say. I'm really happy that you're here, and I'm happy that I don't don't put that fucking mic to your mouth. I'm happy you're here, and and I would like for you to check out uh, nyccrimereport.locals.com. nyccrimereport.locals.com. I have a show called Reasonably Well Informed. I have a show called Notorious NYC. That's cases, and that's that's with you know retired uh, NYPD Michael O'Sullivan, now a comedian. And, uh, you know, just uh, knows an awful lot of shit. You know, he was a cop through the 90s. Also, Monday morning quarterback with retired detective, homicide detective, Ray Schneiders. He's out in California. I have a show called Dog Fuckers with Anthony Zenhauser. It's all about people who have been arrested for fucking dogs. 
I've been wanting to do this show forever, dog fuckers. Now I'm doing it. I'm really stoked about it. It's it. Those stories are always interesting, and it's not just that. It's I'm not saying like, oh, I'm gonna hear I'm a dog pussy and dog dicks and fucking. It's not that. It's the weird circumstances surrounding it, and the way people like. Sometimes there's couples who agree on it. Sometimes there's couples who catch each other doing it. Sometimes, a lot of times, there's video that people find. Right, I was gonna say they that. seem yeah. compelled to video it. Video. I guess they go, if I'm going to fuck a dog, I do want to capture it. It's like sort of like a like a vacation or something like that. Like if you, you know, you're, you, you know, you're on vacation, you're like, oh, this is a beautiful scene. I want to take a photo. I think it's like that when they fuck a dog or it's so blase to them, you know, that they just like, yeah, I just record it because I like. Now, to. who have you found to be fucking more dogs, men or women? It's almost even. It's even. It might be 60 percent dudes, maybe. Okay. But men and women, wow. it seems pretty even. And it's odd, right? Because <laughs> it's odd that it's even because, uh, <laughs> you know, you would imagine that, that it would be almost exclusively women, uh, you know, because women are moral less without us to, uh, to guide them. Yeah. I would have actually thought more men. Uh, men have a dick, and they'll put it in a lot of different stuff. You know, there's no... What's the female equivalent of a glory hole? There's not one. They don't have sure. <laughs> some place yeah. where they just stick their pussy uh, up <laughs> in a bathroom stall. You know, men can be sexually reckless in a way that women not always are. Uh, something going inside you, I guess, you're naturally a little bit more, you know, uh, protective of that than... Right. But women fucking dogs happens, and they suck a dog dick. Wow. They'll suck a dog's balls. They'll lick his taint, I guess. I don't know. They'll let the dog lick them. There's a lot more of that, like, lesbo-type sex, I guess. Right. Because to get a dog to actually fuck you, you know, I don't know how you do that. Do you put the peanut butter on your lips? <laughs> do you put it on your back? I mean, I don't know. Where, uh, if a dog fucks you missionary style, that's the most perverse thing of all. You got to figure because that's, that's really it's not the way God intended no. it. There's a doggy style for a reason. They fuck like animals. That's why I avoid doggy style for the most part. I think I'm not an animal. I don't. I mean, I'm a, I'm a human animal. I don't. You know, I'm not a vegetable or mineral. But I'm not yeah. climbing behind you to like. You know, I mean, I'll do it. I'll do it well. No. But I'm not going. It's not my preference. I like. Uh, I like missionary position as, as I think God intends for humans thinking humans okay mm -hmm. these people fucking in the street and doing it from behind just makes me want to puke disgusting you lay on top of her pin her down whatever you gotta do impregnate her and move on don't impregnate her well, that's, oh, okay. I like to blow my load all over something that's not inside her you know what I mean like uh, it's, well let's face it once you come out of it it's like it's just going where it's going I'm not really gonna fucking my aim is not going to be good at this point. I'm just, ah, yeah. yeah, the common denominator is uh, <laughs> dating apps. <laughs> Enough, I suppose. Check that out when I was telling you. I'll see you in Atlantic City. If you live in the area, come on the 22nd and 23rd. Comedians of Compound in Atlantic City. For more information, compoundcomedy.com, I believe is what it is. Uh, or, hey, write me, hit me up, whatever. You guys know my, uh, you can contact me through the locals is probably the best way. Uh, and uh, you don't have to be like what you call a supporter. It's only $5 a month to get all this other programming. If you like what I'm doing here, you'll love the rest of the shit. Because I'm the same guy on all these fucking shows. <laughs> the same dude. Swear to God.
It's true. But if you're uh, unsure about that, the $5 a month, I get it. Maybe you just want to check a bunch of content out for free. You can do that because all you got to do is follow, and there you are. And there's a, there's a good amount of free content. There's I, I I think that I'm supposed to be the guy who comes after Letterman. That's that's what I think was my intention intended place, and it didn't work out because everything changed. Right. So when I saw Stephen Colbert get that job, I said that's not right. Something wrong happened just now, and. I don't know how you feel about Jimmy Fallon. I don't think he's the guy. I think he could have been, but he was weak. And yeah, they had too much on him. Too. And he had to, yeah, he was not able to maintain even neutrality. Neutrality is nice. I think that Jimmy Kimmel is very funny and talented. Unfortunately, mm. he sucks. So it's a it's a landscape it's a bleak landscape do i even have to mention the gay Scot- scottish guy whoever the fuck that is yeah uh, well, uh, james uh, corbin or yeah, something i, I don't know his name fuck him uh not interested not interested in that or seth myers seth myers how many guys yeah. are we getting up to five there used to be two that mattered and now none of them matter but you who know who it? matters craig uh ferguson was it craig ferguson the scottish guy yeah okay. but this is a different guy this is a gay guy oh okay james Corbin, I think his name is. Okay, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. Not a fan. I I didn't mind Ferguson. I kind of like Ferguson. I did Ferguson. I did. You did. It's the only network stand-up show that I ever did. And uh, yeah, I did a set on Ferguson. Is there footage out there? Is there footage out there? Yeah. Is there footage out there? Oh, is there footage out there? Speaking of the Jersey accent. I don't know. I mean, you know, look, I'm funnier now. Anyways, come and see me. 22nd and 23rd in Atlantic City uh, follow up on that very good talking to you once again and also thank you Ian Erickson for being here one more time and thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report